you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Foss here from thechrisvossshow.com. As the Iron Lady sings it, it becomes official. Welcome to Big Show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys coming by. Without you, we couldn't do the show. For 15 years, we've been bringing you the most smartest, most brightest people in the world. The CEO, the billionaires, the White House presidential advisors, the ambassadors, astronauts, Pulitzer Prize winners. You name it. The smartest people on the planet come on the show. Share with us what they do improve the quality of your life, improve what you're doing, and bring you the concentrated element of everything they do and expose you to uh, new ways of thinking, new ways of uh, identifying your world, uh, processing, and reacting to it. I've, uh, you know, there isn't a show that goes by that I don't learn something new or have an epiphany. And you think after thousands of shows, I'd have seen it all. But uh, there's always new ways to learn and more to learn. We have a, a wonderful young man who's with us, John Kimball joins the show today he's the ceo of kimball fit he's a former amateur boxer online personal trainer and life coach he's a survivor of two suicide attempts he's been sober since march 15th 2021 originally he was arrested for multiple felonies and misdemeanors he ended up in a psych ward once diagnosed sociopathic making money from robbing houses and selling drugs and now he's turned his life around he's helping as many people as he can change just as he did himself. He's helped many people overcome vices, addictions, and get them physically fit. He's uh, hasn't missed a 3.45 a.m. That's early, boys and girls, wake-up call. Uh, his workout or an Instagram post in 525 days going, which he's doing much better than most of us who go to the gym. Welcome to the show. John, how are you? Hey, what's up? I'm good, man. Always good, bro. Always good. It's good to have you, man. Hell Congratulations yeah. on turning your life around and getting on the path, and now you're helping others. Give us the dot coms. Where do you want people to find you on the internet, please? Oh, they can find me on KimballFit.com. Uh, that's my website to go on. It has all my mm -hmm. programs, testimonials on there. You know, And then my Instagram, of course, that's where I mainly do everything, my posts and everything like that. Yeah, on your Instagram, you're working out. You're showing your uh, muscle building, different oh, squats yeah. and techniques you're doing. <clears throat> Give people an enlightening device to develop themselves as well. Um, so give us a 30,000 overview of what you do there at your company and what you're trying to uh, do for other people. Well, uh, as you can, as you said, I've had a, you know, it was a journey and I've created a process throughout all that adversity I've overcame, you know, all the suicide attempts, the drugs, the addictions and everything. So I just teach that for others because that's our purpose in this life is mm -hmm. to heal ourselves and to heal others. So I just teach them to do the same because that's what I need. You know, I have to mm -hmm. elevate myself like that, get a higher frequency and uh, help others. So that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I get them physically, mentally fit, um, create a process and a program for them for that. Yeah. There you go. So tell us about your journey. How did you go through life? What, what got you going uh, What most people would uh, refer to as the wrong path? Uh, and and got you going, uh, got you turned around. What was the moment that got you turned around as well? 
It was all the pain I was causing to my people. I mean, I was so fucked up, dude. I was like, my <clears throat> the pain I was causing my people, like I said, sociopathic. I mean, I would record them crying and, and use it later for uh, entertainment. That's how messed up I was, you know. Wow. And then I would always uh, do that. And, I mean, it was just bad, you know. I threatened to kill people. I got involved with a lot of gang violence and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, um, I mean, I had to be put in... You know, a 5150 had to be put in a psych unit um, oh. or in a coffin. You know, it, it, it was mandatory for me, wow. somebody like me in the streets, you know, because mm -hmm. um, I was just causing all kind of ruckus and everything all around. They had to put me somewhere, you know. Yeah. What happened to your childhood? What was going on with your childhood? How, how did that influence uh, you getting into that sort of uh, scene? Niggas always just wanted to be a gangster, you know, um, so dope and uh, all kinds of stuff. I, I, I was so committed down the wrong path in life. I was the most committed down the vices and the alcohol and the drinking. And the mm -hmm. moment somebody switches that, flips that switch and turns it around to something positive, and I implemented consistent habits and tasks that built me and construct my character towards the good things in life, Mm -hmm. Then that's that's when all the good started happening. That the, see the addicts, the alcoholics, they're the most committed because they'll do anything for the next drink. You know, I know I would have. You know, so once they switch it over to something positive, then um, you know, I mean, it's all up from there. You make a good point. They definitely aren't committed. I remember. Oh, dude, uh, yeah. I remember when I first went to Vegas, and I get come from Utah, where people would pass checks pretty normally, and I first went to Vegas and. I remember uh, we we'd had a somebody had bought me to run, build build a company there, and so I was cashing one of their uh, first deposit checks, and and they wouldn't take the check without calling. They were having to, they had to call my investors and go, "Did you really give them this check?" And and like all this ID stuff, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like I come from Utah, I just moved down here. It's not that big of a deal. And they go, "Oh, uh, well, you know." We're in Vegas now. We have a, we have addicted gamblers here, and uh, and she told me she goes the problem with gamblers is is unlike other drugs they keep living. So like, well, if you take alcohol or drugs long enough, you know, it'll probably kill you. Um, but with gambling addicts, you know, their their addiction doesn't kill them, so they live forever. So yeah. a lot of bad checks and steel checks and stuff. And I was like, wow different world i live in here oh yeah uh but yeah you're right they are committed so god bless them maybe i need to get addicted to the gym i kind of <laughs> yeah but, oh, yeah. um so what was your bottom out point people always want to know you know what was your cathartic moment where you hit the rock bottom and you said i'm not doing this anymore oh well dude i was in the like i said i was in the psych unit and so, so in, in, unit, you... yeah and in that place they have a another special place inside of the special place it's isolation and mm -hmm. um and you go in a room by yourself and it's like a metal door and then you sleep on the floor with a like a mat as oh. thin as a sheet of paper and wow. then um i had to sleep on that because they were scared i was gonna uh have withdrawals or uh seize or die or some shit so um, they had to shine a flashlight in my eye every five minutes. I mean, I didn't even sleep. And they kept slamming the metal door. And that shit was loud. You know, you can't sleep with that. Every yeah. five minutes, they would have to come check on me like that. And then yeah. I was just, and see, in the moment of isolation, that's when a man reflects more when he, mm -hmm. when he travels alone. You know, so I, um, that's when I just started reflecting. I was like, why the hell am I here? You know, because 
all the advices and everything was out the window. I was by myself sitting alone. And uh, that's when I really started to reflect and everything. Mm -hmm. And actually the turning point in my life was I was coming off of a, um, a bad hangover. I don't know. I did like, I just snorted some pills. I did some uh, alcohol or something. I did weed, promethazine all at once. And then I just woke up on the couch and I was like, that's when it hit me that moment of, um, I don't know, a higher frequency, something uh, beyond man. And I was, and I just, I got up, I ran five miles and my self-talk was aligned with, mm -hmm. um, I don't need this anymore. And, and then that's when I really hit that turning point. And I just kept crying, just tears of gratitude just kept coming out because peak physical performance will connect you to that higher frequency to, um, you know, God or whoever you believe in, you mm -hmm. know? So, yeah, and I still actually have all the other all uh, files in here from uh, that place. I still have the my band number and everything of the unit and wing oh, I was on go. and shit, you know. There you go. I was, on, I was on A Block. That's where all the weird motherfuckers are at. They, they, I mean, they got, they got people over there just chilling, having fun, and then all of a sudden they're just staring at a wall, and everybody's like, go to your room. I don't know. You don't know what's going on over there. Shit just pops off out of nowhere, dude. And then – um. I mean, I don't know if she's about to seize out or what. It's just weird shit. There's people, drug deals going on in there, people having babies in there. I mm -hmm. just, I don't know. That's what I do on Fridays. Uh, you know, they, there's an old joke uh, from Dennis Miller that says, no one finds Christ on prom night in the backseat of a car. Uh, it's, it's only when you pissed off everybody in the world to, uh, to uh, where no one will talk to you anymore. And it sounds like you may have reached that point in the psych ward where, you know, you, you don't have access to all the different things of distraction like drugs, yeah. alcohol, and all that sort of good stuff. You mentioned, too, that you considered or attempted suicide twice. Tell us about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, well, the first time, that's why I can't drink, dude. Like, if I drink, I'm just, it's just all all at once. Every, everything I do, I redline. So if I drink, mm -hmm. I'm doing everything in the book. And uh, I can't drink because something, I'm either going to, uh, commit homicide on somebody else or do it on myself, you know, because mm -hmm. um, that's when I, it did happen when I was drinking and I was like, dude, I'm tired of this. So I saw uh, sometime you could rip this out of your throat. You, you could rip your throat out of your neck or something. Uh -huh. So yeah. I tried to, I tried to do that. Um, it didn't work out. I just passed out after I woke up <laughs> like what the fuck happened, dude. And I was just, just trying everything, just rip it out. My throat was sore. Uh, after that and then that was the first time the second time i was on a, a phone call with my chick and um i was just freaking out i was on uh, alcohol in the in the vehicle in a car and i was freaking out my buddy was next to me and my parents were actually driving and i was trying to jump out the car and it was going like 60 miles per hour and she was and she told everybody in, in the whole fucking world i was trying to kill myself and jump out the car but i mean it's whatever and then um i mean <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like trying to do that again. I was like, this shit's not working. I'm jumping out the, the car, but I mean, obviously God told me, you know, that it wasn't my time to go. Cause, um, you know, I had more left to, to live in life and more people to heal. And that's all I'm doing now is, uh, doing that, you know, there you go. And, and but, it looks like you did some boxing, uh, and stuff. Were you doing any of the boxing or athletics or working out before you, you hit the wall and decided to change your life? Oh yeah, I was always boxing. All my life, I boxed. Yeah. Uh, I still did it while I was boxing. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, that's always been a part of it. Boxing is actually what saved me because uh, it always realigned me with a purpose. 
And that's what things people, I, depressed, depressed people are the selfish motherfuckers out there because they're always thinking about themselves. And it's like, in, and they're always like, me, 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 you know, but it, you got to think about everybody else. If I shot myself right now, sure, whatever would happen to me, you know, I, I care about life less than probably whatever anyone else does. And then, uh, but my parents, of course, would be affected by it, you know. So mm -hmm. boxing always realigned me with my uh, purpose in life because I was like, no, I do have something else to live for. You know, I got to uh, punch motherfuckers in the face, you know, and then um, I got to, you know, I got to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a, yeah. you got to have goals. Now you, yeah, it's, it's a mandatory, dude. And then <laughs> but that but that's just that's just the point, dude. It's like as long as you have a purpose. So everybody mm -hmm. has a purpose in this life is to heal themselves and heal others, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're ever depressed, anxious, whatever, go help somebody else out that's depressed and anxious as well. And then you'll get massive clarity from that problem in that situation. And you'll that's the moment that you stop worrying about yourself. You get clarity in the situation and you get to a higher frequency that connects you to something way more than what we are, which is, you know, God, the universe, whatever you want to believe in. Mm hmm. There you go. I mean that that makes that makes everything go. Uh, so uh, now you've developed this. You started working out. Uh, tell us how the plan went. Where you started working out, you started getting in shape, and started putting stuff. You know, why did you start posting on Instagram? And and then uh, we'll get into how you build out your courses and stuff. Yeah, man. So I didn't even I like I didn't even try to sell coaching at all. I just wanted to help people because I was like I overcome so much adversity in my life. All I want to do now is help others, you know? Mm -hmm. So I made a website because my conscience told me to make that. And I, um, and it's like, you need to help people. Something told me to do that after I healed myself. So I just started posting on Instagram, just helping people, training people for free. I trained so many people for free, dude. I don't even know. And then um, I got people in India and shit. I barely understand it, but I just know I'm helping them, you know? And um, I mean, I never really charged. Now I started charging. I just paid uh, just like, I just made an investment like three K two days ago on a mentor. And, um, you know, now I'm starting to monetize it, but people would pay me anyway because of how much value I was bringing, you know, but I just wanted to help people. Um, you know, I, that's all I ever want to do. I never go after it to look at, look at it as a sale or for money because mm -hmm. in the cycle word money didn't exist. You didn't have fucking money. No money was not existing in there just as in prison you know, there's no money, nothing. The only thing you have is your character, your conduct, and the habits that you construct on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, you carry yourself around to walk in any room untouchable, you know, and unbreakable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no money in there. So all you have to validate yourself with is your habits, you know. And you've been doing that now, what do we say, 500 and some odd days straight? You've been, yeah. And, and you get up at 3.45 a.m. in the morning? Yeah, well, now I get up at 2.45, but I've been getting up for 3.45 longer. But now I started getting up for at 2.45 because that's what my conscience uh, tells me to do. So There you go. So what's your what's your daily regimen of, of working out? Do you go right to the gym at 2.45? I get up at 2.45, and uh, I make my posts in the morning. Cause, um, mm -hmm. And then I make my book posts. I just, I just, and I do my morning reflection. I look at what I regret from that day before and mm -hmm. uh, who I don't want to be uh, today, you know. And then I just, I, I reflect and that's what I do in my program. That's what I teach people to do. You know, that's how my guys always stay ripped uh, year round. They stay congruent because it's more than muscle. You know, it, it's for the better of yourself of self-development. And that's what I teach. And after that, after I make my post, then, um, I, yeah, I go to the gym 
I, I'm always making content in the DMs. I'm always in the DMs messaging people. Like I, I never fucking stop, dude. And then um uh you know after the gym, I make a talking post. I'm just always posting shit. And then I go home, I eat, and uh, I go to school. I'm still in high school. I'm a senior in high school, you know. Wow. And then yeah, and then um I do that. And then I come home, eat, go to work, come home, and then work on my phone, you know, for like t- until like 10, 12, whatever time I stop, you know. Dude, this is inspirational. You're building a coaching business uh, in your high school years, man. Wish I yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, the thing is, it's not I don't believe in age and numbers. I believe in age and wisdom because uh-huh. some some 30, 40, 50, 60 year olds have the same fucking problems as a 15 year old, 16 year old kid. And I'm 18. And I feel like I've developed a mindset that's congruent to as like a 30, uh, 40, 50 year old. You know, so I know I'm 18, but there's some 18 year olds that are weak and uh, unphysically fit. And there's some, you know, fat as shit with hangers. You know, I mean, you got your, I mean, they're going to have their kids confused, breastfeeding off the goddamn men, you know, from this generation up. I mean, so, and then there's 30 year olds and there's 60 year olds that are jacked. It's just, it's just all, all in wisdom, you know? It definitely, definitely. And it sounds like you're inspiring a lot of people. You're working with clients around the world. Uh, God, I wish that, you know, when I was 18, we didn't even have the internet. So you've got mm-hmm. so many great opportunities and you're taking advantage of them. Uh, wh- what do you, what do you think is a good regimen for people who need to change their mindset and start working out? And, and why is it important to work out the body so that you can work out the mind? It's important to work out the body because, like I said, it's a connection to a higher frequency and it puts you in flow state. There's many things that put people in flow state, but peak physical performance is one of them, you know, and it does connect you and elevates your mindset because it keeps your blood oxidation levels up, which mm-hmm. makes, you know, it gets your heart going. And you, you can't operate at a high level if your blood oxidation is not up, you know, if you're not moving, you have mm-hmm. to move your body, you know. But the thing I would tell people if they want to be, um, more active and construct a better body and mindset is instead of adding things, just take away negative things from your life. Cause you're just adding too much shit. You're just getting confused and everything. Like, dude, just start taking away stuff, you know, and, um, you know, create a small regimen. It's the small daily disciplines that build up into something bigger at the end of the year, you know, 1% better every day, you know, 1% better every day. If you do that, you'll build an incredible life. Uh, who's inspired you? Because you, 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 you talk really well. You, you, you know these points of you know, higher vibrations and different things. Mm-hmm. Is there someone who's inspired you or you've learned from? Yeah, my mentor, Wes Watson. But honestly, it's the, my mentors is my failures. I, um, everything. If you've been through some shit, you know some shit. Uh, you can talk like this, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's not really like a, there's there's 30 year olds that crack up on stage like uh, it, it, it stutter. You don't hear me fucking stuttering because I know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about because I live it. I am it, you know, uh, and that's just I mean, yeah, but, you know, Wes Watson, definitely. That is my mentor. Yeah, there you go. Uh, is And so it sounds like uh, he's done a great job. And, and so what do you see the future of? What you're doing? What are you? What are you hoping to do? How are you going to scale your business, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I'm just. I don't really focus on scaling my business. I look at it as how many more people can I reach and help. So I just try to get my name more out there. Like it's not the best product; it's the best known product, you know. So I just try to reach as many people as I can, any way possible, you know. 
I just just what I plan on doing, you know, chasing the um the feeling more than chasing the journey that it takes to actually obtain the success rather than the success itself, you know. Rather I just want to create that individual that can attract the success. There you go. And and uh who are your best clients do you find? Who are the people who help you the most or come to you the most with certain issues? Well, it's normally um it's normally I guess younger Guys like in their 20s, um, 18, you know, because they see me and I'm an an inspiration. But the ones that really push me is like um, I have a client. She's an anesthesiologist. And um, I mean, you know, if you get high level clients, then you have to step up, you know, because she's had a high level trainer, too. But he hasn't kept her consistent, you know, because I mean, what they what he's teaching her is flawed. But yeah, it's mainly like the men men do because mm-hmm. um i mean they're normally addicted to the vices and everything mm-hmm. vices addictions you know porn jacking off whatever um and i help them with that you know so because i overcame uh that my addictions mm-hmm. overcoming that's really important uh from a lot of aspects especially if you're spending way too much time doing anything anything in moderation is good so uh do you do you uh, uh anything you're working on for the future is there a book coming out maybe sometime soon it sounds like you're doing a lot of commentary might have a book oh yeah i'm definitely going to do that in the future uh my conscience calls me to do it i'm definitely doing that and mm-hmm. um but right now i'm just uh trying to collab with bigger names mm-hmm. you know trying to collab with bigger names and get my message out there because I mean, most people's habits are not aligned to where they want to be. Like even men out there, my habits are. That's why I've constructed this body, you know, and this everything because my habits are not flawed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So most men's habits out there are not aligned with the body they want, and which will gain them respect by their people and for their people and make help them inspire others. And they're drinking, doing all kinds of shit and addictions. That's why I teach my program because it helps that. There you go. And so how do people onboard with you? How do they sign up for your services? How do they reach out to you and see if you're a fit, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I just, I'm just always in my DMs on uh, Instagram. You know, I'm always in my DMs. I respond uh, to every message. And then my website, of course, they can uh, message me on there too, you know. So KimballFit.com, I can see here that you've got a free guide sign up where people can sign up for that. Uh, they can probably reach out to you, contact you through the website as well. If they don't find you on Instagram or, uh, or you know, connect. I know sometimes Instagram puts things in a spam box if you're, if you're not connected. Mm-hmm. So that could be annoying. There's a picture on your website from, I believe you have a community you're running, where uh, it shows a weight of 181 and then 117.2. Is that Was that a weight that you were at at one point? Yeah, that fucking like ten inch arms, oh buggy whips or something, dude. Yeah, I was skinny little bastard, and then um now I'm uh you know obviously more jack now. But yeah, uh-huh. and if you scroll down, there's a uh, some of my testimonials I have. Yeah. Not all of them. I need to post way more uh, mindset testimonials. That's just mm-hmm. th- it just barely touches the basis of it. But uh yeah, I have that. But no, yeah, yeah. And on Instagram, it's just I think it's just John Kimball one. There you go. Kimball 01. Yeah. And then you you talk about binge eating, bulking, macronutrients, meal prep, uh, mentality. Mental game is a lot of it. Uh, Nutrition and training. And so you got to give people a lot of different things 
to do. Uh, so did you, did you, you had to bulk up then, uh, because you're a skinny guy and to, to muscle up then, huh? Yes, but I always box. So I always stayed, I had mm -hmm. to cut weight, maintain weight. You know, I had to stay that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still box? I, I go spar sometimes just because it makes me like, cause I've always had anxiety to spar. So I do that on purpose so I can run into the anxiety because if you constantly avoid that fear, that situation that you're dealing with, it'll just progressively get bigger. You know, uh, conflict avoidance is conflict multiplied. So if you consistently uh, avoid that problem, it's just gonna, it's not gonna do anything. So I like running into what I like self-inflicting adversity on myself. So yeah, there you go. If you if you uh, if you challenge the body and the mind, I mean, you can improve it. So John, is there anything we haven't talked about that you want to share with people on the show? Anything we haven't covered? Uh, no, man. It's just the, you know, my story. So, like I said, I, I used to, um, yeah, I mean, I used to make, I was, see, this is the thing, right? When I was doing all the criminal and illegal stuff, like mm -hmm. um, I was uh, robbing houses, it, I would be so comfortable doing that, you know, it, like, I would be in this dude's house and then he'd have like a Hello Kitty picture on his fucking dresser. And I'm like, what's this dude got a Hello Kitty? And I, I don't know, just comfortable in there. And I go back like three times and the but but I would never do that to normal civilians. I would do it to criminals. Mm -hmm. That dude stole shit, you know. So I mean, mm -hmm. um, but I was so comfortable being uncomfortable in the negative. Well, right when I switched over to what's pop most positive, then it that's when it changed for me, you know. There you go. Uh, yeah. So give us your pitch out to people to onboard with you to reach out to you to do business and uh, use your coaching and get inspired by you. Yeah, it's uh, my like I said, my Instagram is john dot kimble uh zero one and then my website is kimblefit.com um I, I have a i mean i have a program i have a 15.99 uh 14.99 monthly program and a four thousand for three months program for the mindset training and nutrition uh mm -hmm. that's where we get you right like mentally physically um uh mind body and soul and then the uh, physical, just the nutrients, the nutrition and fitness program is 300 a month, uh, mm -hmm. seven, 750 for three months, uh, 1300 for six and 2000 for the whole year. Nice. Nice. Well, you're building it out and inspiring people. Give us the .com so people can find you on the interwebs one more time. Yeah, it's KimballFit.com. There you go. Kimball, uh, I'm sorry. John, thanks for coming on the show. We certainly appreciate it, man. Very inspiring. And I'm just, I'm just totally blown away. 18 years old. Gen Z is kicking ass and taking names. You seem to have really, you've got your mind screwed on better than most people, well, my age. So there you go. Hell yeah, dude. Of course. Like I said, it's ages and wisdom. Oh, yeah. There you I go. I look at these, uh, uh, man, you could just see the insecurity sitting on their face. You know, it's like, God damn, man, are you really that insecure? I'm 18, and I can sense that that insecurity when he walks in the room, you know, but, yeah. There you go. You've, you've really tuned in. So thank you very much for coming to the show, John. Thanks, my audience, for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss. Subscribe to the big LinkedIn newsletter, 130,000 group on LinkedIn. Chris Foss, one on the tickety-tockety, and... Uh, what is it? Chris Foss, Facebook.com. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. That should have us out.